Hello and welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I am Tyler Smith. I am David Bax. And thank you for listening. David, big day. Oh, Mother's Day? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this may not air on Mother's Day. You're right. We're recording on Mother's Day. Okay, all right, fair enough. But um, now loyal listeners, loyal <laughs> listeners, David, know that uh, in episode number two or three, which one? In I episode can't number two. Okay. You tell a story about meeting a certain somebody at the Arclight. Uh-huh. All right? It was very exciting. Uh-huh. And then, uh, then this certain somebody mentioned us on his podcast, and our, our numbers went through the roof for us at the time. And, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome certain somebody. That's right. It's, it's, it's our podcasting hero. Sorry, we're going to stop with the sycophantic stuff <laughs> yeah. for just a minute. I think we but, should. Uh, but, yeah, we got Jimmy Pardo with us. Hello, guys. How's it going? Good. Now, when you say the numbers went through the roof, uh, that's a good thing, though, right? I mean, yeah. Right. Uh, what you said at the at, time. At the time. What does that mean? Have they since gone down? No, no, no. I just mean, like, you know, uh, if we... Okay, let's say that uh, based on your appearance now, yes. we got the numbers that we got then... We'd be like, uh, that's uh, you'd think they'd be more. But at the time, we had so few listeners that I would say our, our listenership doubled or tripled. Okay. So it's through the roof, so but like not a huge, you know, not a huge uh, uh, spike, you know, not a, not a huge achievement. Okay. I don't, would you I, say that's about no, right? I guess I still don't know what you mean. I, <laughs> okay. I mean, if, if you had very little listeners, okay. and I know this is about movies, and I am aboard the battleship, okay. uh, <laughs> I'm going to be a, uh, an admiral okay. on, on right. this boat. Um, oh, so you're taking over. I'm taking over. I'm <laughs> taking over. It's like uh, uh, Hunt for Red October. Right. And uh, I'm Gene Hackman or am I Denzel? Which one am I taking oh, over? Oh, that's, that's uh, Crimson that's Tide. That's Crimson one. Tide. All right. Either way, the color red is involved. <laughs> right. Uh, crimson, red. Uh, you, of course, saw uh, the, uh, the Ruby Sub. Did you see that movie? <laughs> it's a nice movie. That's Clark Gable, right? That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gable and uh, a little known, uh, known actress named uh, Joan uh, Baez, no. <laughs> She's a folk singer, of course. Uh, my point is this. And I don't want to dwell on this. Okay. You, uh, you, you're playing, you're using words to confuse me and the listener. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's say, and I'm making up numbers now. All right. You had a thousand listeners. Okay. Okay. On episode two. Now, if you did, by the way, that would be amazing. That because would be nobody really would ever amazing. have that in their second podcast ever. Yeah. Uh, usually your second podcast, you've got friends and family, maybe a couple of idiots that downloaded the wrong one. Um, <laughs> That's about right, yeah. So let's say you've got 100. Just make up a number. You okay. have 100 listeners. Pardo graciously announces your, your podcast on his very successful podcast. Okay. Now, uh, the, the spike was a, a great spike? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then now when you say that in retrospect it wasn't that great, do you mean now? What I mean is, like, okay, let's say, let's say theoretically we had 15 subscribers. <laughs> All right, very good. All right. <laughs> let's just throw, let's just say that in theory. Okay. Um, now the spike took us up to, I'd say, about 30. You're saying the, my mention of you guys only gave you 15 more subscribers? I think what he's saying is that it doubled. It doubled. Okay. It, uh, yeah, exactly. All right. So Now, we have a lot more subscribers now. David is rubbing his head. I didn't, <laughs> me- I didn't mean to bring us here. Ah. I'm forcing the issue, and I, and I acknowledge that. But you're saying that your numbers now are very good because you guys have had X number of episodes. That's you right. You built up a nice following. That's right. So that spike at the time, while it was very uh, important at the time... That many listeners today would not be uh, that big, that exciting to you. Exactly. Very yeah. good. Okay. Be a, yeah. Oh, sweet Jesus. That was a circle we couldn't get out of. Yeah. It was a circle of life. The Lion King. Not one of my favorite movies. Now, um, question. How All many right. episodes are What episode number is this? Uh, uh, depends on when we put it up. Yeah. Uh, at the time of the recording, we've done uh, 60. Yeah. Now, hang on a second. 
Yeah. And I think you know where I'm going with this tone. Uh-huh. All right. I'm your podcasting hero. Yeah. Uh-huh. It takes the number sixty to get me on. Well, you know, we I think were we building felt like our. We had to like we had to start in the shallow end. We had to, we had to yeah. wade in. Okay. We, start, we started with a Belknap. Yeah, we started with Matt Belknap. Went okay. to Paul Goebel. Okay, went, went to a guy named Zaldrinan. Went to Mike Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Went to uh, let's see, we had Wyatt Senek. Wyatt Senek, thank you. Oh, and Josh. Then, well, we don't need to go through all 60 yeah, yeah. guys. I think that would but, take... Uh, well, no, yeah. we, we only have guests every five or so episodes. Oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, it's not every episode. All right. Yeah, no. Okay, <laughs> so I'm about We the, haven't had 60 guests. About the 15th guest? Then? Yeah, that's about right. Roughly, yeah. Okay. So I, I'm still a little... Jimmy Pardo, math whiz. Yeah, I'm, I'm a savant uh, with numbers, uh, but I'm insulted. No, you shouldn't be insulted because literally it's just like, you know what? We're not ready. Not ready to have party we in the room. Get, we need to be you ready. Know, you're, you're doing it again. We're getting, we're geeking out too much. I'm sorry. And this is, this but is I'm why. Kind of, but again, I'm forcing you to. Right. This is, this is why I tell people, like, to, when they start listening now, I tell them not to start at the beginning. In fact, don't listen to the first few because after you mentioned us, episode three or whatever. Yeah. Embarrassing. We geeked out a little too. We were a little too yeah. excited about that. I'm I'm embarrassed to say I've not listened to one second of your show. That's fine. I'm Whatever. embarrassed to say that. Even though you guys told me which ones to listen to to prep for this one, uh, I have a small child. Yeah. Uh, I have my own podcast as well as my many live shows and touring. I haven't had time, and I know and I know that's crappy, and I apologize. That's all right. I Whatever. like movies, and I like you too. I should really be listening to this. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? In retrospect, you yeah, should have. I apologize. And That's all right. I'm going to let you guys know this. Not unlike the Sklar brothers, yeah. I like one of you more than the other, but I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> oh, you man. You mean the, the Sklar brothers also like one of us more than the other one? Oh, is that true? I don't uh, think they've ever yeah. met Tyler. Oh, okay. No, we've been interacting a little bit. I'm not from St. <laughs> Louis. Right. So I'm I from guess St. That, Louis, yeah. and that's why. Right. And of course, you have the Sklar's and I are tight. Are you also a Cardinals fan then? Of course. All right. Well, don't of course me. I don't care for that. <laughs> and you're young enough where uh, who, Willie McGee is your favorite player? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's uh, well. I mean, Ozzy Smith was the the sure. guy. When the I, when wizard. I was, yeah, and uh, I don't know. I was a big. This is maybe a little bit before my time, but because my dad was such a big fan of Al Roboski, mm-hmm. uh he's definitely. Uh, a, a Doesn't guy. he? Isn't the announcer now? Is he? Is he uh, for I, the Royals? Okay. I, I yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Roboski. You don't follow baseball? No. America's pastime. No. Here's uh, let's see. The only baseball game I've watched in the last. Several years. This is a sad story. I don't know why I'm about to tell it, but uh, literally, uh, my my dad passed away in 2002. He was a huge Angels fan, and they sucked for years and years and yep. years. And so he died, and then it was, I believe it was the next season that they, they won, won the World, World Series. Series. And so I, I figured I would watch the last game of that, and it's like, oh, that's great. And, of course, I went in the bedroom and cried. So uh, so that's, <sighs> yeah, baseball, not for me. Boy, I apologize. What about baseball movies? Do you like any baseball movies? Uh, sure, yeah. Yes. I can't think of any off the top really? of my head that Bad I Really? Bad News Bears? The Bad Natural? News Bears. Okay, yes, The original? Absolutely. Of course. I, oh, yeah. I still have not seen the, the, the Link Bill Thornton. Uh, yeah. I went to see it. And, uh, you know, I go to a lot of movies by myself because uh, I don't like people. And uh, that was one <laughs> of the ones I went to. And I literally saw that by myself. I was the only guy in the movie theater. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, private screening, as I like to uh, pretend it is. And uh, not good. Yeah. Not good. Although I will say this. I think Billy Bob Thornton is as good as he can be in that. Like he yes, really agreed. Like, but it's just one of those things. He wasn't given a lot to work with, and uh, you know, for a character like that, he was the right choice. It's just why did you have to remake it? The original is still really good, and it's not that old. But can't we say that about every remake? And now let me let me say this before we get into this. All right. Okay. Uh, unlike your other guests, all right, I'm uh-huh. just a guy that goes to movies. All right. I can't tell you about story arc. I can't tell you about, uh, you know, uh, symbolism. I can't tell you any, uh, anything about movies. Sint- uh, nothing. Uh, 
thought processes in the script, other choices, alternate endings. I don't know any of that. I don't know who directors are. I don't know characters' names. <laughs> I go to movies and I enjoy them. Keep that in mind when we discuss movies here today. Okay. That said, I go back to my question. Can't we say that about, uh, about all remakes? Hmm. Name one that was a good idea. Ocean's Eleven. Thomas Crown Affair. Okay, now these, these are two good examples. <laughs> what I was looking for were bad examples. Oh, okay. All right. No, uh, I'd I'm say not a big fan every... of the Thomas Crown Affair remake, and I never saw the original. I actually thought it was pretty good. I thought it, was, I thought it was all right. It's, it's certainly... I like a remake as long as it actually adds something to the original or, like, does something different. And, like, the original's good, but the new one adds, like, this really slick veneer, and I'd say there it's more... This sounds weird. It's, like, a, it's a sexier movie, you There's know? There's also yeah. more hats. <laughs> There's a lot more hands. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Here's the thing. Thomas Carnifer remake and the Miami Vice movie, both <coughs> movies that uh, basically are two good sequences with a bunch of boring bullshit in the middle. Boy, oh, boy. I don't know if I agree with anything you've just said. Uh, <laughs> I'm well, not kidding. Um, uh, Thomas Carnifer, by the way, Rene Russo, correct? Right. right. Hater. Um, and, uh, but I like the movie. Uh, she ruined it, as she did Tin Cup. Now, um, Miami Vice movie, I thought got a bad rap. If you just watch that... Uh, on its own, Miami Vice movie, and didn't think about you know Don Johnson and uh, uh, Phyllis Thomas Baker, whatever the hell the uh, fellow's uh-huh. name was, Michael Thomas Hall. Who is it? Anthony Michael Hall? It was Anthony I Michael don't, Hall. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, Philip no, Baker uh, Hall, I think. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what was his name? Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, now, these C. are Thomas the two Hall. original things. <laughs> <C. Thomas Hall. laughs> uh, if you forget about the TV show, uh, I thought Miami Vice was a pretty good movie. I uh, actually, I like it more than... Uh, uh, well, anybody, I would say, uh, I'm. It's well, like it's not like more uh, than uh, well, Mr. Sorry, Pardo. I guess so. I'm trying to call you Mr. Pardo for I'd the rest of the show. I prefer you do. I prefer you do. I want to feel respected since you've dissed me for so long uh, by not having me on the program. So I think we can make up for it. Also, we're uh, we're in why. your dojo here. That's right. We're in the Never Not uh, Funny we've, Studios. Yeah, I don't think we've ever, have we ever said that that we, no. we do the guest episodes. We do our normal episodes at home in my in my uh, in my living room. You know, in our in our pajama pants or whatever. Well, you know, uh, we could have done that. <laughs> We could have gone to your home and do you have a dog or an animal? Two cats. Could not have done it. Yeah. yeah. Glad we're here. Yeah, we like to we like to have a more professional setting for for the guests. Yeah. And yeah, we do in we in the Never Not Funny studio. In general, the idea behind this was like it's like, hey, person that I that I admire, uh, wanna come be a guest on my podcast? Yeah, sure. All right, it's in my house. It's just like <laughs> You know, you never know if you're going to cut that person's skin off. Yeah, but I get, pod- I get what a podcast is, I mean, yeah, I'm, right. and, and I'm also not a, an arrogant jerk. So, you know, if it was in your house, I would have done it in your house. Oh. I'm a nice man. Don't be <laughs> fooled by the Never Not Funny uh, persona uh, that I, you know, dislike everybody and everything. Which is odd because it's, the, it's much the persona now. Like, uh, you're doing kind of the Never Not Funny persona now. You should, you should take, like, the next five minutes and be the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> but everyone I, I says am, you know, I'm, I'm, Number one, I'm here. <laughs> All right, that makes enough. me the nicest guy in the you world. I can be at home so. watching the Survivor finale with my uh, family. My wife is taping it. Uh, so. uh, my wife's watching it and taping it at the same time, okay. and then she'll be in bed by the time I get home. Yeah. But Tyler lives in the in back in the 20th century, so his wife is actually taping it. You got a yeah, not, uh, not video cassette recorder? Okay, here's what we've got. <laughs> we've got a VCR that uh, we put a blank tape in once to uh, to record something. Tape is stuck. We can't ta- we can't put anything else in there. So, and I've got a a whole shelf of VHS. Uh, so now that VCR, is, it functions as our TiVo because the only thing, now we just rewind and tape things over and over again. It's, it's, a, it's a DVR with like a six-hour capacity. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you do understand that if you went to a Target, like let's say when this is all said and done today, yeah. you go to Target and get a VCR for $15. Uh, but 
thirty six dollars. You know but here's maximum. the thing: is like um, we tried to do that, but so many of them are are a DVD VCR combo. Yeah, and that's a little more expensive. And right, uh, then you're up to seventy nine dollars. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I mean, this is not a pay podcast. <laughs> all right, I we don't. We're not made of money. But you have jobs. I don't. I oh, have I, a job. Okay, he's got a job. He can loan you the money. Or don't get. Let's the, talk about that later. Yeah, or don't get the combo. Just go buy a VCR. <laughs> go to your Best Buy. Spend well, thirty nine dollars. Well, that's what. Well, what we did is we uh, we went to a Goodwill, and uh, and we bought it for a, a a small amount of money. That's even a better idea. Until it breaks, and then you've got just the one tape. See, you know what? I almost feel like I. You know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. I think the uh, VCR in this room maybe there isn't one anymore. I thought it might have been mine. I'm gonna look in my garage. Because right. I have a feeling that we have nine VCRs in there. All right. What'd you think of that? Nine. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I'll give you one. Hey, all right. If deal. I have one, I'll give you one. There. Uh, here's where I, I show. The nicest now guy you're the, the world. nicest guy in the world. Here's where I show that I'm an Ever Not Funny fan. Are you sure you didn't give it to your gardener? Very good yeah, chance nice. I gave it to the gardener. <laughs> Very good chance. Uh, once he uh, was done with the fax machine, <laughs> I gave him the, uh, the video cassette recorder. When David and I lived together, because we watch a lot of movies, we watch a lot of DVDs. We actually, like, we went through DVD players. Like, yeah. we would actually. It would get to the point where, like, it's like some people are like, oh, yeah, I still have my DVD player from 99. And, like, I need a new one, like, every couple of years. Yeah, it was really? like, yeah, we lived together for, like, four years. And it was like, well, it's February. Time to get a new DVD player. Exactly. <laughs> you burnt yeah. the laser out. Exactly. Yeah. So now, Let me ask you this. All right. There's been very little movie talk so far. Yeah. How That's many emails are you guys going to get from your listeners going, eh, it was fun, but you guys didn't talk enough about movies. Should we get into some movie talk? I think. Uh, okay. I don't want to piss people right. off. Is what I'm saying. I don't want to be the one guest that you guys, uh, you know, oh, you guys might think he's uh, a good guy, but you didn't talk about movies. It's kind of st- uh, you would know this if you listen to the show. I qu- I can't <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> it's kind of standard fare for us to bullshit for about 15 minutes. Yeah, Very yeah. good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. And, and then get it. And we get it, it out of our that. system, and then it's. Uh, well, I mean, we do go back to it. Uh, when yeah, we're we actually discussing but, uh, movies. And I'm going to say right now it's been about 14 minutes and 11 seconds. So oh, wonderful. we got roughly 48 seconds left to uh, BS. Right. Yeah. So let me ask you this about your program. All right. Again, I have not listened to it. When you say you talk movies, do you talk about movies or you talk about the actual film stock? Do you talk <laughs> about the movie itself, the, uh, the tin, the can it comes in, or the actual product that we watch Basically, on the screen? it's 60 episodes of uh, I'm the Fuji guy, he's the Kodak guy. Very good. That's, that's all what I wanted to know. Uh, you're Fuji bullshit. You don't like Fuji? You're, you're anti-Fuji? Very much so. I think they got a nice I like American. That a boy. I buy American. It's, Kodak is American, is it not? Yeah, exactly. I like Kodak, he likes Fuji, and I have no time for that. <laughs> what, what's your VCR? It better be a Zenith. It better be a Zenith. <laughs> you know what? I don't think it has an official... Uh, I don't think it has like a, a brand that uh, people would recognize. It was from th- this Goodwill one? that Yeah. That's maybe they took the... Uh, is it a Goodwill, ba- Goodwill brand? Exactly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that would be awesome. What about the Goodwill band? You ever go see them? <laughs> or a good orchestra. Huh? They work hard for the money. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. Good people. <laughs> so, you know what? Here's the thing. You fly around a lot on planes. Yes. Do you have an iPod? I get an uh, information pod, yeah. <laughs> you could listen to us on planes. What do you mean by that now? You could, well, we are available on iTunes, and you could listen to the program uh, on, on a plane. Yeah, what now? <laughs> I, I guess I don't understand where you're going with this. But, oh, see, you can, you can listen to Battleship Pretension. While I'm on this with airplane? David. Yeah, when you're on the airplane, you, get, you got your headphones, you got Ooh. your iPod. Boy, that sounds like an idea. Uh, <laughs> I'm busy not doing that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, By the way, we've got about half our listeners from Tyler browbeating them like this. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> this is what he does. Uh, you know what? That is, 
Maybe half might be a little extreme, but not by much. Right. I literally, I, it's ridiculous. We have our other roommate, his uh, brother. Old, we don't live together anymore. We're right, right. We're our, our old, now. our old roommate. We live with uh, when he got married, uh, I saw his brother, his younger brother, and his, uh, and he emailed us later. He listens to the show now. And he was just like, wow, Tyler, it's like you were playing a little game, seeing how often you could say battleship pretension <laughs> in the course of a minute. Because, uh, yeah, I'm kind of well, you're, shameless You're proud about of your it. show, and you want people to listen to it. I think that's a great thing. I want people to listen to it. I was half right. So uh, Here's why I don't listen. I'll tell you exactly why I don't listen to you right. on the plane. Uh, a, I have no interest. B, uh, and this is really the big one. Okay. Uh, I'm usually flying early in the morning. Okay. And I just want to put on some some soft music, yeah, and and fall asleep, yeah. and that's the truth. And so, uh, if I try to listen to a uh, to a podcast like this, I'll probably get a minute in, yeah, fall asleep, not listen to it. Then I'll go. Well, I don't want to listen to it. I've already listened to it, even though I didn't hear a word of it. So it's okay. really all a mind game with myself. So I, I just see. kind of save myself that hassle and not listen at all. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, all right, 17 minutes. Should we get all into right. it? Absolutely. Okay, let's get into it, shall we? We're oh, going to talk. God. Here we go. We're going to talk releases. today about, uh, about Jimmy Pardo's favorite movies. Oh, that seems uninteresting to Before everybody. Before we do that, though, I want to end. Okay, this will be the last time that I mention Never Not Funny because oh, I don't want to seem like okay. a, too much of a geek. But I listened to the most recent episode, and I've got, I've got a bone to pick with Matt, with Matt, Matt Belknap. Well, because, maybe you should uh, bring that up with him and not me. Because uh, I knew you are going to be on the show. Uh, I knew that you are a fan of musicals, and I could not wait to ask you if you were looking forward to Mamma Mia, and he beat me to the punch. Oh, I apologize <laughs> for him on uh, his behalf. Uh, I don't, uh, like I said, Never Not Funny, I think the, um, I probably will see it. Mm-hmm. I like the music of ABBA. As do I. Um, I I've, not, I've never seen the stage production. Same here. And uh, I, and I'm told by friends uh, and former friends that I should see it. Um, never had a chance, but and, but that boy does that trailer look awful? I haven't watched it. It Neither looks have I. awful. It really. Yeah. Oh, it. I can't think of another word but awful. It looks hideous. There's another word. And so I'm like, but I'll see. I probably if I oh, if yeah. I'm on the. I can guarantee this. Uh, if I'm on the road, I will see it opening day. Sure. Uh, if I'm not on the road, it, it, it might take a while to see it. <coughs> All right, so uh, I, I see you've got something written down there. Uh, what, what, what were you planning on talking about today? What, uh, here's uh, what I have written down. Uh, 15 minutes in, make an excuse to leave. Now, I probably shouldn't <laughs> have written that down on the off chance you guys would see it. I have nothing to I, – I wrote down on the off chance movies came up uh, or genres. I wrote down some things. Uh, but I, I don't like go. I don't like going into my own thing. I, you guys ask questions. I'll answer. You guys talk. I'll jump in. I don't want to. I don't want to steer this ship. Okay. okay. Uh, I know. I, I know. I, I said I'd be the admiral, but I, I, I give up the wheel. All right. All right. Well, uh, what are your favorite movies? You How jerk. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll get. I'll get a little more specific. Okay. Your. I believe you've said in the past your favorite movie of all time is. Well, if you believe I've said in the past, you know the answer to this. Why are we playing this game? I'm trying to help you here. You don't I'm have to help to me. To, okay. I'm trying to be unhelpful and clunky. I'm trying to be the worst interview possible. All right. Fair enough. Uh, breaking, uh, breaking Away. Breaking Away is my favorite movie of all time. Which uh, is uh, a great movie that a lot of people just... I mean, it won Oscars that year. It won one Oscar for a Best Screenplay. screenplay. Yeah. And a lot of people have since forgotten it. Yes. And, uh, and I'm always fascinated and that's the thing i'm not saying that it shouldn't be i'm always fascinated when a person's favorite movie is one that just isn't really in the public consciousness anymore i, I think in my case it, it's my favorite because it, I, it, it came out in was it 1979 
Uh, yeah, Sounds I want to right. him out. And again, I, I'm, like I said, I like movies. I don't know the ins and outs and all the specifics right. like you guys do. Uh, it happened in a time in my life where I was graduating from grade school hmm. and starting high school. And these guys in the movie were graduating high school and going on to college. Right. And for some reason in my mind, I was able to you know, uh, compare myself to them. Like, I'm starting mm-hmm. this new life, and, they're, and these four guys are starting this new life. And, and these are four guys... Who were kind of the out, even though one was the it was the uh, the football player, uh, Quaid's character. Mm. Uh, even though he was popular in, in high school, I, I I wasn't unpopular in grade school. I, there's no way to be popular or unpopular in grade school, really. But uh, not my experience. I, I was I was you, quite unpopular. You, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in grade school, yeah, really. In eighth grade, you were unpopular. I think by eighth grade, it had sort of separate. But I remember like like elementary school, like yeah. one through five. Oh yeah, I was I was picked on. I was made fun of. I oh. I had uh, I had a worse overbite than I have have now, and I was just. Uh, you have uh, one now. I don't even notice that you have one now. Well, uh, thanks to orthodonture. Okay, um, very good. And uh, also, not not in my favor. All the teachers liked me. Uh, yeah, yeah, which which didn't go because well. you probably were sharp. You were able to uh, yeah. talk to an adult like an adult, and that right. also uh, that always puts other kids off. Like, oh, why is he able to relate to an adult? Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, well, I stand corrected. You can be unpopular in grade school. I've just been informed. Uh, and you know what? That in truth, in sixth, in sixth grade, I'm from Chicago and Italian, so I say sixth uh, grade, uh, I had probably three friends because for some right. reason that was the year everybody chose to hate me. Um, and I'm sorry, Breaking Away came out in uh, 70... Uh, boy, oh boy, I was in seventh grade when that came out, I believe. Uh, at any rate, I was able to relate to this thing because I put myself... There was a guy, a character, Mooch, that played by Jack Earl Haley, who was a short little guy mm-hmm. who kind of got picked on. Who, uh-huh. And I'm a short guy, and certainly back in grade school, I had to be very short. So I was able to relate to that character. I could also relate to Dave Stoller, the Dennis Christopher role, yeah. um, who's the star of the movie, uh, as kind of the guy that always just wants to fit in, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of a chameleon to do so. Uh, and so I, I really just related to that movie, uh, and so it stayed with me my entire life. And that's why that's the one. I mean, you know, I know it's not the most popular movie ever, but for some reason, it hit me at the right time in the right place. That seems to be the case with. I mean, we've we've done episodes uh, about our favorite movies, but like David's favorite movie is Barton Fink. Mine, unoriginally, is Citizen Kane, and it just happened to be that those are the movies that we saw at a certain time in our life. Right, yeah. and it's just I I feel like most people, if you were to ask them their favorite. That would probably be a contributing factor. I mean, I imagine not many. I don't think anybody saw their favorite movie of all time when they were thirty-eight. You know, I imagine it probably. Well, no, you know, I I, I don't know about that. I know I met some uh, boy. Somebody just said that something was their favorite movie of all time, like like There Will Be Blood or something like that. They hmm. or, or a Company of Men. That's the wrong Company of Men is not a movie. No Country. No, it is a movie. It is Company <laughs> of Men is the one with the deaf girl, right? Yeah, and yeah. Eckhart. Uh, yeah, which I think I wanted to punch that movie in the face. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, no country, country. I think it was yeah. either one of those where the person said, "This is my favorite movie of all time." So I guess you could. Yeah, you know, actually, because I used to, uh, as you know, I used to work at the ArcLight. That's right. And uh, they make you put your favorite movie on your name tag. And there'd be a lot of people that worked there whose favorite movie was like, like Crash or something. It's like, did you just start watching movies? How right. You yeah. know, I think the same thing when I go to the ArcLight and I see that name tag and it's you know Hairspray. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> did you just walk in and what are these movies you speak of? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I agree with that, but it it is weird. But Citizen Kane, I think, uh, like you could go watch it tomorrow and still say, uh, absolutely, really. Because here's what here's what gets me is like. 
you know, I went to film school and was made to feel actually bad that I said it was my favorite movie. Like because it's a cliche. Because it's, it's the a cliche. AFI it's type everyone of movie. Yeah. just says like it's like oh really, but um, but it's one of those things where literally like I will watch again, just being like you know what is this really my favorite? Is it really that? And I watch him like, what am I talking about? Yes, it's absolutely my favorite. I saw it, and then my wife and I saw it uh, at the ArcLight uh, a few months ago, and. Uh, you know, and that was the first time I saw it on the big screen. And I'm just like, I need to just stop. The next time I doubt if this is my favorite movie, I need to just remember this moment when I'm seeing it on the big screen at a theater that pretty much I'd say gets it. Um, and just like, I just, yeah, I mean, it's it's my favorite movie. And every time I start to doubt it, I see it again. And I'm just like, ah, yes, it's still there. Well, out of curiosity then, what's number two? Jaws. Jaws 3 or the original? <laughs> Because uh, Jaws 3D was wonderful, <laughs> and you can't take away the fact that that thing comes right at you. <laughs> and that's another Quaid. You're talking about uh, uh, Randy Quaid. Louis Gossett uh, Jr.'s sorry, dome, Dennis right? Yeah, yeah. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis Gossett Jr.'s head comes right at you. <laughs> Luck out. And, and who's the lady in that? Uh, oh, I can't remember. It's actually, seen it it's a, actually a, a bunch of great actors and actresses. Yeah. Here, but what a in service movie. Of, yeah. Um, no, I'd, I'd say uh, number one. Is, is my uh, favorite. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to write that down on the off chance. Uh, what's my favorite top five? And I'm going to write down Jaws. Okay. Because I forgot about Jaws. Okay. Oh, man, you forgot about Jaws. How can you forget? And that, oddly enough, Jaws, when I think back, like when people say, like, uh, oh, what's like what's the first movie you ever saw? I don't remember, which is very strange to me. Everyone else seems to remember the first movie. I'm like, I don't remember. But I do remember watching Jaws a lot when I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a movie that I loved when I was, you know, when I was five. And as I've gotten older, I love it even more for different reasons. And uh, so, I don't know. I just – would you say for yourself that, like – and I think this is probably true for anybody, regardless of what they may say or not. But, like, I feel like a person's favorite movies, it's often a function of them, you know, not really a function of just, like, like oh, I understand this is a great movie and on that level – I love it. I feel like it has to have some kind of personal resonance. Well, with you. it absolutely does. I mean, and like you say, in my case with Breaking Away, I mean, you know, not everybody's going to go, great movie. Yeah. I mean, most people do. Have you guys seen the movie? Yeah. I, I saw it a few years it. ago. You've yeah. never seen it. And you liked it or didn't? Oh, like I it? loved it. It's a great movie. You've never seen Breaking Away? No. And actually, my old manager at the first video store I worked at, it was his favorite movie. You, for a guy that, like you say, was a nerd in grade school and everything, and uh-huh. you really should see it because it, it, it I mean, it, you know, it's not unlike Hoosiers or, or any, right. you know, uh, you know, uh, Rebel. Uh, what, what are the uh, without that, a cause? Not that, yeah, Rebel. Denzel Washington uh, football. Ah, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Okay. You know, it's the same movie. It, it's the you know the schlubs win. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but it was back in you know the late seventies where maybe you didn't know that was going to be the ending. You know what I mean? Right. It was just so great and exciting and. Uh, you should see it. I, I think you, you'll love the hell out of this thing. It's interesting, uh, the reactions that I just had. When you mention, and this goes back to seeing movies at different times in your lives, uh, when you mention Hoosiers, my eyes light up. And when you mention Remember the Titans, my eyes go dark. But you're right, they're essentially the same movie. Because yeah. I saw Hoosiers when I was like seven or eight, and my dad showed it to me. He's like, this is great. I love Hoosiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Remember the Titans just seems just seems cheesy well, to me. Well, Remember the Titans, uh, I, I actually saw that on a plane, speaking of seeing, uh, and I loved the hell out of it, and, and sat in my chair and wept like a... Like a child, uh, but Hoosiers is the one. I, I you know that that can come on. You know, I can be in a hotel room, flip it around. It comes on at three o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. and I'm before I know it, it's six o'clock, and I watched Hoosiers with fifty-seven commercials. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how great that movie is. Yeah, in my opinion, my yeah. wife does not care for it. Huh. Thinks it's a cliche. Thinks it because it, again, Hoosiers was one of the first ones of those. 
I think, right? I mean, I'm sure there were maybe movies in the 50s like I'd that. I'd say it probably. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's as far as those types of movies, it's relatively new. But it certainly did introduce the cliches. And what's more is, like, I find that if a movie really buys into its cliches, like, really believes it and doesn't treat it as just like, okay, we've all seen this before, all right? Let's just go through the motions. Like, if it actually believes it and you've got, like, Gene Hackman in the lead role... Mm-hmm. People will buy into it with you. Yeah, because I don't. I don't know that Hoosiers was necessarily. There, I think there were a lot of sports movies, sort of like underdogs coming from behind. If you look at like like Newt Rockney and stuff like like all, there, yeah, yeah, that was happening. But what Hoosiers, Hoosiers sort of, yeah. But Hoosiers took it, and, and Rocky did too. Took, took it from being like a almost like a like like deifying these type of like like putting it as legend, and right. Hoosiers made it a bunch of real people. Yeah, it really yeah. did. And and you know, and, and, and even though Hackman's kind of become a joke. In later years, he was so great, and Dennis Hopper. Oh yeah, know, he, he became a joke. I mean, just a joke of a joke. Yeah, but he was great in Hoosiers when he walks on that court and he's wearing that suit that he's trying not to be drunk and he's yeah. trying to be yeah. sober. And he, oh man, if you're not moved by that scene, yeah. there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I feel the same about uh, Friday Night Lights. I love that movie. Never saw it. Oh my, is that Billy Bob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a very you know, in the midst of like, I mean, we were talking about. Bad News Bears, like, ever since Bad Santa, which I like a lot, ever since then, he always kind of plays this Lothario, sleazy kind of character, and he took a break from it for Friday Night Lights, and he's really great yeah. in it, and okay. just in general, like, you really feel like it's real people, even though, I mean, it's got, you know, this alcoholic dad who, spoilers, sorry, who, like, he come, <laughs> you know, he comes to realize that the error of his ra- right. the error of his ways at the end, you know, stuff like that, stuff you've seen before, and just somehow, because everybody is committing to it it feels new and it, and you know you feel like crying at the end and of course the first season of it is amazing friday night lights is to me like it's like the black hawk down of sports movies because it it it, it accentuates the sort of the 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 visceral impact more than like the that plot lines are there mm-hmm. you know and just like in black hawk down there's a lot of cliche plot lines in that movie yeah. but it's more about just the fucking like being there no, of it. Black Hawk Down is not a sports movie, correct? No, I'm saying no. the Black Hawk Down is I the. I understand that. Okay, <laughs> big jerk. Uh, it does end in a stadium. <laughs> it does end in a stadium. <laughs> Good for you. That's making me laugh. I'm a professional comedian. I uh, uh, have you seen the of this genre, the Great Debaters? Have you seen the Great Debaters? I haven't. I seen haven't. It. You have not. I no, haven't. No. You have not. No. Little made for TV ish. Okay, yeah. but great. Denzel really? again. I mean, he carries it, and it's a, just a great, great movie. I know you're a Denzel fan. I am a Denzel he's, fan. He's somebody who I feel like I have kind of taken for granted that he's good, mm-hmm. like to the point that like he'll be in something like Remember the Titans or The Hurricane or The Great Debaters, and it's just like, yeah, it's Denzel Washington doing his thing, right? And then you watch it, and you're like, right, his thing is good, and yeah. he's really good at yeah. it, you know. Um, now I like stuff. I also like it when he does stuff like Training Day or the Manchurian Candidate, where he does something a little different. Than love his Training usual Day. Thing. I think Training Day is what turned me around on him. And then in retrospect, loved him in like Philadelphia, right. yeah, which is another oh, yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. But uh, it took me to, it took me Training Day to really appreciate Denzel Washington. Yeah, it's uh, and did you and I remember did you see uh, the Hurricane? Loved it. Yeah, and that's one. I mean, that's cliche up and down. Yeah. But like, I mean, I. I I find myself, especially lately, just talking about, just kind of coming back to this, that, like, for me, a lot of what gets me on board for a certain movie is commitment. Like, if it commits to its premise and doesn't take the cynical view of just, like, all right, we've all seen this before, let's all get paid. Um, You know, that one, it's just, like, it's got big courtroom scenes, Mm -hmm. all that kind of thing. But 
I mean, his performance and the performances of everybody around him, like he is seen as certainly as a noble character, but also a flawed guy who's yeah, just yeah. who's so damn stubborn that it's like, yeah, no wonder all these guys want you to be guilty. I mean, yeah. look at how you're acting. And it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, in his level of commitment, even in Remember the Titans, which my wife and I, uh, we bonded yeah. over her liking it and me disliking it and just us, uh, you know, talking about that. And, and then uh, on our honeymoon in uh, the Ben breakfast that we stayed, they had a DVD player and we we're like, oh, I know. Let's watch Remember the Titans because, you know, we kind of that was the first conversation we ever had. I pop it in I'm like, ugh, really? Yeah, I don't I don't care for it. However, uh, he's great. He's really good in it. Um, and of course, it does feature my my arch nemesis, uh, Will, Will, Will Patton. So who I he's the assistant coach. Yeah, I'm trying to think about like Will Patton. You probably you probably have no opinion on him, nor should you. <laughs> you know Positive what? or negative? Because he's a cipher. Exactly. But, but I kind of. you know what though? I, when Will Patton comes on on the screen, I think I immediately want to dislike him and then go, "Why do you dislike? There's no reason to dislike this guy." Exactly. But there's no reason to like him either. Now, see, that's, I'm, that's I, my but thing. I, but I think he's a good actor, and I think that's a reason to like him. I think he's a good. I I I, I said he's a cipher, but that was that was right. That's Tyler's for point me. of view. I like Will Patton. I especially. I don't know if you've ever seen. Uh, uh, the Rapture with with Mimi Rogers. Oh it's, no, I have not. Uh, it's a it's a bizarre movie, but it's fucking great. It's, it's really good. And he's in it, and th- th- I think that that in his small role in Jesus' Son with Billy Crudup. Have you saw that one? No, sir. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yeah, he's, What's it about? Uh, what is it? It's, it's just sort of a. It's not really about. It's just like this guy. Yeah, uh, right. Just kind of going through life. I believe his character's name is. Fuckhead. Right, and right. it's just sort of vignettes with these different people he meets. Dennis Jack Black has a, has, a, yeah. has a small hey, part would in I it. have seen it like at the Lemley Sunset 5? That's uh, probably where it was. Yeah, 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 then I saw that movie. Yeah, so, I yeah, so I'm a Will Patton, somewhat of a fan. Yeah, and that's the thing is I I can't come out. This is the... All right, list, loyal listeners know this too because this is not the first time I've talked about this. But like, <laughs> everyone's like, why don't you like Will Patton? It's like, it's not that I don't like him. But I also... You know, it's not that I hate him. I just don't like him. I'm completely in the middle, and because I can't make a decision, I just, I just like, I just need to get him out of my head. <laughs> I mean, in reality, he's a big who cares. Well, you know exactly. What I mean? Will Patton's not carrying a movie. I know, but he's in he's in like character roles where like, you know, strong stronger character actors who could do more with the role should be in that. I role. don't know about that. I like. You know what? I think he does a good job. He does. He doesn't. He doesn't. Adequ- he does an adequate job. I feel like he's never bad. You always believe him in the role, and I guess you know. There's nothing. You know, that's a feat in and of itself. Yes, it is. But at the same time, just like really, like somebody else could have done more with that. You know, like the assistant, like the assistant coach, and remember the Titans should be more memorable. And sh- but you I mean, remembered him. You, you can't stop talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like think of somebody like. You know, uh, Dennis Hopper in Hoosiers, like a supporting character who, through now, of course, that character is also a drunk and all that kind of thing. But you remember him every bit as much as you remember Hackman. But the role was bigger. I don't know. Like, I mean, Will Patton had like the little girl. He had, you know, he got fired. And David, why are you? What's wrong, David? Well, I've been through this. I'm just yeah, yeah. yeah. bored out a little bit. The, uh, Sorry. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll 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 move along. Movies that you like. What about Bill Paxton? Uh, I am a Bill Paxton fan. Okay, I I, I like him, and you yeah. know from Never Not Funny, of course, I can't stand him. What about Aliens? Yeah. Did you like him in Aliens? Hudson, Game Over, man. That's what he says, <laughs> among other things. 
Uh, I can't remember him very well in Aliens because I'm uh, me. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I just I, I think I think he's I just think he's horrible. And I'm a great actor, by the way, so I should certainly judge. <laughs> well, you were in Relative Strangers. Yes, I was. And here's I wanted to, I meant to bring it up earlier, but like I remember uh, I worked at a blockbuster right when that came out on video. Okay. And um, and you made the trailer. I don't know if you know that. I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and of course, at blockbuster they play trailers over and over again. And so like I remember he's like, oh, we got a new trailer DVD. I put it in, and and then I'm just like, what the. Is that Jimmy Pardo? I wasn't <laughs> expecting to hear that voice in the background. That's a, that fascinates me. Yeah. I did not know I was in the trailer. Yeah, give it a look. Well, that's neat. I haven't seen the movie. I should but. tell you this. I'm probably in the trailer as long as I'm in the movie. <laughs> uh, it's actually, I have, I, have a nice, I have a nice little, I'm in the opening credits of the movie. Okay. And it's actually a real nice little scene. Uh, it's me in a car yeah. uh, getting mad at traffic. It's, uh, okay. And just yelling. It's, it's, it's actually a nice little scene. Okay. And then you were also... I'm sorry, this is a tangent, and I we don't often really do interview stuff. And I were, wanted to defend Bill Paxton. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get <laughs> we'll get back to that, buddy. Don't you no, worry. Don't worry. <laughs> you and I will talk about it, and Jimmy will be bored. How you know what? <laughs> any any defense you have of Bill Paxton, I can diffuse with. We're storm chaser, chasers. It's what we do. Well, no one that's good it. in that movie. That's it. <laughs> Although it did just get a two disc release. Yes, it did. I, I love that. that. Yes, it did. <laughs> and that's two discs I'm not watching. Right. I, unless they show me alternate takes of him saying that for one full disc, I'm not buying that. <laughs> that would be kind of awesome. It actually would be, wouldn't it? Um, but, but I mean, uh, like Philip Seymour Hoffman's in that movie. Horrible in that movie. That movie and made no me hate him. And, no one's and good in that movie. movie. Hate him too. But then I ended up coming around to liking him. And you. I'm saying if you if you if you watch the the good Bill Paxton movies, Name you watch. Now I'm drawing a, a one false move. Oh yeah. Wait, which one's that? Maybe uh, I don't it's know. It's the one that uh, Billy Bob Thornton wrote it, and he has a small role in it. And um, it's basically uh, Bill Paxton plays the the sheriff of the small town where these two criminals are sort of on the run and they're hiding out. Yeah. And the FBI guys come to the small town, and, and Bill Paxton plays sort of like a really like oh, not wait. too bright kind of a kind of a sad character because he really wants to be accepted by the FBI guys, right? You know, and but also uh, just in general, like he's. But that's all that's all underneath, but you still get it, you know, yeah. in, on the surface. He's just this genial guy known around town, kind of a kind of has a swagger, but underneath you get it, the impression like uh he probably has a little more swagger than normal because he's very aware of these guys next yeah. to him every step of the way. Carl Franklin directed it who did uh, Devil in Blue Dress. Oh yeah. with with uh with Denzel. Yeah. So. It's a Full one circle. false move. Yeah. You should watch it I as should see. all the listeners. All right, and I have a feeling I've seen it. Uh I see a lot of movies. Okay. <laughs> you had a question, however? Oh, damn. Well, speaking Dream- of Bill oh. Paxton, okay, yeah. I just watched uh, The Greatest Game Ever Played, the, that golf movie with Shia LaBeouf that he directed. Okay. Did you see that? Greatest Game Ever Played. Is it, it was in it, and out of theaters. Yeah, it was in it, theaters yeah. for like five minutes. Uh, not bad. Starts off really cheesy. I, and by the end of it, I was... And I, I like golf, so uh, maybe that's part of it. But uh, I, I was really behind uh, it. Is it a really Disney film? It. Yeah, it's a, it's a Disney. It's, it's not the one with... Uh, uh, what's his name? Jim LaBeazel? What's that guy's name? Jim Caviezel? No, uh, that's uh, Bobby, Bobby Jones, Jones' Stroke of Genius, and that's terrible. Yeah, that's a disappointing movie. Yeah. That could have been good. Yeah, he's an interesting character, Bobby Jones. I mean, yeah. you could get into some more, like, dark stuff. and not, Maybe not dark, but more complex stuff about 
about the you know uh, Augusta the you know not letting women play and stuff right. like that you, you know because he was a hero but he also sort of a an old fashioned kind of bigoted guy you could have gotten into a it could have been a much more interesting yeah movie, but that, uh, that also was a Disney film was it not was that not a I think movie so. kind of more for children I think so yeah and I, like I, I'm just saying, Vance. I'm just saying there's a, there's a good movie to be made about, about Bobby Jones, and that was not it. Right. So the movie you saw is the greatest game ever? Greatest game ever played. Shia LaBeouf is okay. in it, and, uh, and Stephen Delane, uh, he, uh, the guy who just... If, did you watch the John Adams miniseries? I did not. Oh, he, he played not Thomas Jefferson, and okay. he was great. As I've said, like, five times in the show, because I'm really... Everybody's pimping. raving about that thing, and my wife and I just have not had a chance to see it. Okay. So, uh, yeah, anyway, Bill Paxton directed The Greatest Game Ever. Played. All right, and you enjoyed it. and uh, Yeah, did and not enjoy his previous directorial effort. Which uh, was? Frailty. Frailty? Frailty. With uh, Matthew McConaughey and, like, killing demons. and Yeah. I don't think it's not. Uh, it's terrible. I don't think it's not. Uh, I think Tyler likes it. but it, I, I, I like it. I don't love it. I it. It, it's one of those movies that, like, it has a twist ending, and the twist makes you, you know, it's supposed to be like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. But it really makes things like, oh, oh, mm. that makes things much worse. Like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, uh, did you ever see The Life of David Gale? Uh, that's with my friend Kevin Spacey. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Did you ever uh, see it? Did I see that one? Is, it, is he a teacher? Uh, yeah, pr- college professor. Yeah, 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 I saw that movie. Yeah. Uh, that one has, like, this twist where it's, it turns out, oh, he was involved. You know what? No spoilers. The movie spoils itself. Um, and just like, it's like, oh, it turns out he was involved in this girl's death, and he was willing to sacrifice himself to make his point about the death penalty. But then it's just like, oh, yeah, so he's not an innocent man. So right. you're not so, making any points. So then why did I watch this whole exactly. thing? Exactly. Right. Yeah, I think I felt uh, the same way. So I, th- I feel like frailty is much the same. I will say this about frailty and this greatest game ever uh, played. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I do like about it is uh, Paxton's behind the camera. <laughs> so already I'm on board with these but two He's in front of the camera. In, he's in frailty. frailty. Oh, that I'm out! But I think <laughs> he does a pretty good job in the movie from an acting standpoint. Well, I'm a Paxton fan, so you don't have to sell me on that. I, Damn right. I, I, what about I like John him. Paxton, who used to play for the uh, Bulls? Is he a good actor? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about sports, Jimmy. Okay, very good. Nor, nor no. do I. I just know I, John Paxton because okay. he played for the Bulls when they won all those championships. Are there, are there any professional basketball players who have ever been good actors? Reggie Theus. No, he's, remember, he was on some <laughs> horrible uh, morning kids show on Saturday mornings. I mean, uh, yeah, look at the track record. You've, you've got you've got you've got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. All right, he was an airplane. Terrible. I, I mean, he, this is a funny movie, but he's not a good actor. Of course, not. Shaquille O'Neal, obviously not a good actor. You can't count that. Uh, Doctor J, right? Rick Fox was on Oz. Okay, I oh, know yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think he was great on it. He was playing himself, a basketball player who's like convicted of rape or something. Right. So a version. What of about himself. the uh, Metal Ark Lemon when they went on Gilligan's Island? The Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> I must have missed Did that. Did a one. fine job. <laughs> I must have missed. I think you're it. right though. Although, how many athletes are? Uh, any, any athlete been good? Michael Jordan, Jim Brown. Jam. Jim Brown's pretty good. Jim Brown's not bad. He's not a basketball player, but uh, right. Yeah, he was all right. I was opening up to all athletes though, and the off chance that yeah. we could find one. Um, I'm sure there's others. Oh, we just talked about this on Never Not Funny, too, about how sitcoms in the 80s and oh, 90s yeah. were ramming football <laughs> players down our throats. Dick Buckus and... Yeah, uh, and uh, what's his name from, from Webster and... Uh, the guy whose name I still can't remember. George something. Karras? Is it George Alex Karras? Alex Karras. Alex Karras, and then, of course, Bob Uecker on uh, Belvedere. Yeah. Right. Um, this is... Uh, people who listen to Never Not Funny are going through deja vu right now, so... Uh, well, but I'm sure you guys have listeners. But too. I had a question. Oh, yes, go ahead. We're going to get back to that. <laughs> so you were, okay, you were in Dreamgirls. Yes. For a time. And well, you were, I, you were I, cut I, out, right? I shot, a, I shot a scene for Dreamgirls, right, right. yes. What was, the, what was the scene? Great scene. And, I've, and I, uh, anybody that's heard me talk about it, I apologize if I'm repeating. You saw the movie? 
No. <laughs> you see the movie? No. It's a great movie. Okay. Um, even with me taking out of it, I, I couldn't right. even go in bitter. I, it was such Maybe a that's movie. the that's the thing is Dave and I are like, oh my, oh my gosh, Jimmy Pardo's in this. Oh, he was cut out. You know what? Screw it. Don't need to see it. Yeah. Uh, no, I intend to see it. I, it's still I, a I great. It's it. a great movie. It's a great musical, and you, uh, I I really really enjoyed it. Um, there's a scene. You know, the three girls are backing up uh, Eddie Murphy's character, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Jimmy and the Dreamettes, or I, I even forget uh, their names. And then they want to go out on their own, and their manager gets them their own gig at a club in Florida uh, as the Dreams. And they're they, they're a recording sensation. This is their first appearance uh, as the Dreams, and I was the guy introducing them for the first time. Ah. Hmm. Uh, the uh, the Crystal Ballroom is proud to present, you know, blah 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 blah, and then some scenes backstage, and. Um, what Bill Condon, the director, chose to do instead was every time somebody was introduced, any time there was an introduction of a band or anything, uh, with the exception of the very first opening scene where Ralph Harris is the host of a variety show, uh, um, he used voiceover through oh, the whole right. movie. Yeah. And then pretty much cut out all of us who were hired to be these, hmm. you know, these hosts. Or uh, are, are you on the DVDs or deleted scenes? On no, the but as I've said over and over, I'm getting money as if I <laughs> was. And I have no idea why, uh, but they keep sending me money as if I've made deleted scenes or something. Maybe I'm on a, an Easter egg or something right. on there. I have no idea. I mean, I, if I am, I would love to know it. Because uh, it was, a, I mean, it was, it's a very small scene. My, my big scene is a small scene, but but great. I mean, just this really neat spotlight on me and, and an old style 50s microphone and, uh, you know, the, you know, opening it up and then the, here comes the uh, the dreams come right out. Uh, just wonderful. Do you go on, do you go on a lot of, like acting auditions, or I mean, or is it mostly characters like that who are basically performers themselves? Well, you know, the weird part about that one, I didn't even audition for it. Uh, Bill Condon had seen something hmm. uh. of mine and said, That boy, that guy would be great to be that in that scene. And you know, I mean, who the hell am I to get that phone call? You know what I mean? Right. Hey, they want you to be in Dream Girls. Pardon? What? <laughs> yeah. You mean what maybe the biggest movie of the year? Right. And that's the big, that's the main reason I, I love the idea of being in that movie. It's exactly how you felt with Relative Strangers. Yeah. Of somebody going to see Dreamgirls, this, you know, this urban Motown vibe, big musical, and here's, was that Jimmy Pardo? <laughs> like, the idea of me being in that movie was, was neater than actually being in it, as far as the, I was The same involved. reaction people, there will be blood seeing Paul F. Tompkins. Exactly. <laughs> it's the exact same reaction, um, yeah. So, in that, uh, to answer your question, um, I kind of took, took a break from auditioning for acting for years because I wanted to focus on hosting. Mm-hmm. And only recently uh, am I getting back into audition for acting and stuff like that. And okay. I just auditioned for um, uh, Welcome to the... No, what the hell? Night at the Museum 2. Oh, all right. Uh, oh. I will not get the part, but uh, <laughs> uh, I had a great what, audition. But what I, part did you audition for? Uh, Napoleon. Oh. Because I am short in stature. Right. And, yes. Uh, but, you know, I don't have a French accent and... I couldn't even fake one. It was horrible. See, I think they the, should have gone a different... Does Ian Holm have a lock on every Napoleon role? <laughs> <laughs> He's just played Napoleon three times. Uh, you'd think There's no they, comic time. They run it by him first. Oh, I'm sure. Or he turned it down. Either way. <laughs> I think it would have been interesting if they, if they, you know, changed the role around. Because it's Night of the Museum. Who cares? And he just sounded like you. <laughs> Boy, that would be great. That would have been great. Uh, I gave him a generic uh, foreign accent. <laughs> uh, I got huge laughs in the room, but uh, yeah, probably not going to work. No way, I'm going to get that. Part. Okay, no, I, it, it's it's a huge part that somebody famous will get. If yeah. I was to get it, it would be, you know, uh, career making like for me. But does it, I guess that's that's uh, the next question, and it, I'm sorry that may sound a little blunt, but does it bum you out 
that you were cut out of Dreamgirls because it's like, you know, it's high profile. Yeah. It's not a big scene, but I mean, somebody could have seen that and been like, you know, the, the people who are going to be making Night at the Museum 2 could have been like, oh, I remember him from Dreamgirls. Right. You know, you're not just some guy. You were somebody they have at least seen before in a movie. In a, a movie, movie, on the big screen. You know, I, I mean, I, I've been on a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's nothing like being on the big screen and having people, you know, like Dreamgirls is certainly one everybody's going to go see. It's not some weird indie that, right, right. you know, like relative strangers or whatever, but maybe half a dozen people that matter would see. But Dreamgirls, yeah. everybody in town is going to see. Yeah, I was bummed. Okay. To answer your question. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to bring no, up uh, ill feelings, know. but. Uh, no. And, and how do you find out? Did, did you just go to the nah, movie? That one was shit uh, the way I found out. Uh, the um, premiere, red carpet premiere, was happening, and I hadn't heard anything. Uh, and so then it was like I called my agent and said, Boy, you know, that I, I just saw an entertainment tonight. The premiere is next week or something. And, you know, shouldn't I have been invited? And uh, he called up and. That's how we found out it was cut out. Oh. That's that's yeah. very unfortunate. Yeah, and then there's no reason to have guy cut out walking down the red carpet. Right. I mean, it right. would have been a lot of who's that anyway. So, <laughs> you know, who's that guy cut out a movie? <laughs> as I walked down. Now uh, you mentioning that of the museum uh, leads me to another line of questioning I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, you have you have a you have a child a recent uh, a recent edition eight months old yes. Um, are are you building up the kids movie collection at no. the house, or are you? Or, do you have any? Uh... <laughs> no, I think we have three uh, kids movies. Uh, nothing I, yet. Is that because I always wonder as a, as a movie buff, like when, if, probably not, if I ever have kids, will I be like selective about what what I show them? Will I try to show them like good kids movies? Yes, or will you I just will. Yeah, I think you will. One? Right? Yeah. And so has that has that occurred to you? Have, no. you, have you decided like? No, not yet. I, okay. You know, I, I don't think we're to that yet. Okay. You know, I, I don't know. Jen and I have uh, already. Uh, we're not planning on having a kid anytime soon, like uh-huh. at least for five more years. But uh, we like Disney movies, and so we justify buying them. Like, well, someday our kid's going to want to watch these. So that's how we basically justify blowing, you know, forty bucks at Target or something. But like, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I kind of feel like you know what, man, when my kid, when I have a kid, he's going to freaking, he's going to know. All the good movies, you know, he's going to, it's like, well, I'm going to start him off on Pixar. I'm not going to show him any of that, you know, any, really any animated film from DreamWorks. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to shape this kid into the coolest kid. He's going to get his <laughs> ass kicked constantly, <laughs> you know. But what about, uh, what about your classic Disney, like uh, Herbie the, uh, the Love Bug, that sort of thing? You get, I th- would I you show so. that to him? I, uh, I actually, on her? The, I think so. I, I actually just, on YouTube, I was, uh bored one night and I was uh, typing in basically anything that came into my head and uh, there's a movie called Pete's Dragon did you ever uh, right. saw Pete's Dragon at the movie theater oh my Helen Reddy yeah. did the theme song and is in it is she not she's in it yeah and uh, Mickey Rooney I believe yeah and that's not a good movie I liked it and, and <laughs> upon watching and that's the thing upon watching clips of it on YouTube I'm like I'm like this isn't bad then I'm like oh right these are the good parts that's, <laughs> that's why, why they're, they're on, on YouTube. YouTube yeah only yeah. good stuff's on YouTube yeah, I think it kind of uh, I think that's the case. It just drags, doesn't it, Pete's Dragon? Uh, po- uh, possibly. It's been so long since I've seen the full thing, but I remember I loved it when I was a kid. You know what, I think... Uh, ah, I'm trying to remember how old I was when it came out. And maybe I loved it then and then saw it again and like, oh, I right. wish I wouldn't have seen it again. Yeah. That's, you years. know what? Uh, I When I was a kid, I loved Willow. <laughs> loved that movie. <laughs> I watched it again like when I was in college just a few years ago. That is unwatchable. Willow is does not hold up. Never oh, saw it's it. It's terrible. Uh, Never yeah. saw it. Didn't like the look of it at the time. Well, you were old enough to know in, better. In a, what, what year did that come out? 88, 88 I believe. Eight? Okay. Yeah. I went through a little phase there where I was, 
80 out of us worked in the record business, and I didn't go to any movies. Huh. I kind of just went to concerts and went, uh, mm. you know, dealt with the music stuff and uh, had to pick and choose what movies I went to. So I missed a lot during that little. Well, what are your favorite uh, concert movies? Oh, rock and roll. Uh, well, Woodstock. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Wood. Oh man, I. Uh, I'm not even that big of a fan of that music. Really? But I can watch Woodstock and just really uh, get so emotionally invested in that. And just uh, almost, almost, uh, almost just tear up from the idea of uh, what, a, what a great time that must have been. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you, know, you know, Woodstock 2 and 3 and all that nonsense where they try to replicate and recreate yeah. all that nonsense. is so it's such bullshit. Yeah, Woodstock. I remember Woodstock 94 brought to you by Pepsi. Oh, yeah. how nauseating is that? And, and which, which one, like... Would people did, die? Did Woodstock like riots? Where yeah. like, yeah, Limp yeah. Biscuit has nothing to do with the Woodstock ethos at all. Yeah, and, and, and that's the whole point of it. It was a peace movement. Yeah, that at Woodstock just happened. You can't yeah. create something. It, yeah. it happened. It was supposed to be for a thousand people, and all of a sudden, you know, eighteen thousand million right. people showed up to this thing. It's such a gr- oh man, it, that movie is just phenomenal to me. A uh, concert movie. I just saw the Rolling Stones one. Is it good? No. Uh, uh, disappointing. I thought it was going to be more... You mean uh, shine, shine a Light, right? Shine a Light, okay. yeah. I, I thought it was going to be more... Because uh, the trailer shows all that stuff happening. You know, what's the set list? What are we going to do with the lights? What are we going to... Like, the, all yeah. the prep. The trailer yeah. shows all that. I thought that was more of the movie. Turns out, no, that's the first five minutes in the movie. Wow. Then it's a concert film with some interviews from the 60s and 70s thrown in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, eh, who cares? The, the trailer turned me off of it in the first place. I, I didn't... Little little fake? Yeah, and it seemed, and I've, I've, I think I've said this on the podcast before, so excuse me, uh, listeners. But uh, I just remember the, like the uh, the voiceover is like, uh, you know, it's it's the true meaning of rock and roll, and there's a cut to Bill Clinton in the audience. Like, there's nothing <laughs> rock and roll about the ex president of the United States. Yeah. Well, uh, Bill uh, introduces him right at, at okay. the thing because it's uh, they're doing the show at the it's at the Beacon for charity. Ah, so, uh, but, okay. I, but I hear what you're saying. I don't disagree with you, although he is the greatest president we've ever had. Now, I don't want to get into a discussion about politics, but go ahead. I think that was it. That, that, oh, okay. that was my thing. My favorite concert uh, movie, ahead. by the way, is Stop Making Sense, the Talking Heads. Great movie. movie. Yeah. I, I have not seen it since it came out. Oh, but, uh, it's fantastic. Is it, is it available on uh, VCR? <laughs> yeah, there's a... I, I'll I'm keep not, an eye out. Oh, thank you. I know there's a in I think in like ninety nine or two thousand they put it out on DVD. There might be might be a newer newer okay. version now, but it was when they they also re released the uh, because the original Stop Making Sense album was to fit on one record. It wasn't the whole show. You right. know, it was like eight songs or something like that, and they put out a double disc of the whole show on CD. And oh, great, okay. And, and they put out a special edition DVD and, and stuff like that. So I loved uh, Gimme Shelter when I saw it. It just because that I mean you know like. Shine a light. It sounds like I, I haven't seen it, but it sounds like they're really trying to make it like, oh, this is what rock and roll is all about. And like you watch Give Me Shelter, you're like, I think that's more what rock right. and roll is all about, <laughs> where it's like everyone's just so jazzed up that someone's got to die. You know, just <laughs> something. I don't know. It's and it's a great and that's the thing is like it's a great it's a great documentary. That's the thing about Woodstock mm-hmm. is that like, yeah, you have no interest in that music. I don't really have much interest in that music, but the filmmaking is so it oh. captures like the emotional core and that's what it's about, you know, of yeah. the event. And like Gimme Shelter, like it still has full musical performances, but it's also like, yeah, there's other stuff going on here yeah, yeah, yeah. that uh is, you know, I'd say this event is more notable for these Hells Angels killing people than uh than what's actually happening, but this stuff on stage is still happening. So yeah, it's I I love Gimme Shelter. I'm kind of bummed out that Shine a Light is uh, not that good. It's just a concert movie. It's just a yeah. concert movie. I mm. mean, uh, and going with Woodstock, going back to kind of what we said earlier about uh, you know being at the right time and the right place. 
Uh, I remember watching it, it. They used to always show it on New Year's Eve, um, <laughs> like at you know one in the morning. Yeah. Uh, and so I I would always watch it. I always kind of felt like I was at Woodstock uh-huh. when I was like in you know a freshman in high school, uh, because of the, the vibe of Woodstock going all night long. Hmm. Yeah. And there it is, like it's one in the morning, and I'm watching the Who at Woodstock, and I'm kind of up later than I should be. Yeah. Right. And uh, so like the same deal, kind of that vibe, kind of made me feel like I was there. And uh, boy, that Who, I mean, there's just some great things in that. The Who and Jimmy, just wonderful. Well, were there, uh, were there any movies, other movies you really wanted to get to, really wanted to talk about here? Because mm-hmm. uh, now, do you think in terms of, because uh, I know listening to, apparently we're going to go a little longer now. Uh, how long have we been going? <laughs> Uh, well, did, did you not sense that I was wrapping it up? I did sense a wrap up. Yeah, but <laughs> how, long is it, how long have we gone? Uh, 56 minutes. Oh. That's nice. We got, we're done. Oh, all right. Okay. I'll come back, gentlemen. Okay. All right. Uh, no? <laughs> no, we'll see. Fine. We'll see what the numbers are. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We'll see, you know, what you do for us. and uh... Nothing. <laughs> I'm not going to bring anybody in. Are you kidding me? You can't bring enough people into my own thing. <laughs> That's that's, that's that's a lie, of course. Never not funny, very successful. Yeah, we're we're so. we're very lucky. But uh, and of course, for uh, I mean, we've been talking about never not funny for a long time. Listeners who don't know, you never not funny is available on iTunes. Is season two still still up? I think there might be ten episodes available from season two. Okay, so um, yeah, I don't know. But if you're three, if you're new to it, start you know start with season two, and then you'll you know because it is it is now a pay podcast, and it's absolutely worth it. But if you if you haven't listened to any of it beforehand, you might be like, why do I have to listen? Yeah, why, why do I have to pay for Why this? am I paying for these guys? So, yeah. But it's absolutely worth it. Go back and, and listen to uh, all the old episodes you can. Thank you for saying so. so. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, uh, thanks I had a, lot. a good time. We are done. Did you have one follow-up? It's not like you get a follow-up closing statement. No, I, I just wanted to make sure that you had exhausted your list. I've got list. nothing. I've got nothing. You've got a page full of scribbles. Well, yeah. you know what? I, I panicked. And I By read the way, th- you remember page full of scribbles? <laughs> I don't usually do that. That was for you. I, I, ran, I ran through my um, a house looking, uh, trying to think of my favorite movies uh, and, and, and things. So that's how I came up with that. Okay. All right. So All right. Well, uh, well, thanks for being on the show. And my thanks pleasure. for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.